Craig Brain is not your brain or my brain. Love it or hate it or something in between. Welcome to the squishy, alien middle inside of this dude's skull. Take a peek. Take a peek. Hey, it's Craig. Welcome. Welcome back. Thanks for watching, listening, arguing, disputing, agreeing with this. I don't know. This episode, like I said, most of these kind of started as a, as a journal entry or, or something on my phone or something actually in my head and then somewhere on paper, a text message, a Voxer, something. This has been a notes message, a reoccurring notes document that keeps growing and building. And there's a lot of things that I'll just put on it. Like, oh, what, but what about if we should, we should just do this or start this? And then some of those turn into uh, traditions or just things that, yeah, hey, that worked. Let's just do that. Um, and maybe some of it's situational. Um, like for a while where when I coached uh, my daughter's soccer, we ended up, and I'm a huge fan, if, if you know me, of, of um, credit card points. I love the Points Guy website. I mean, it's one of my favorites. I, I just, it bothers me. Some of my friends that have a ton of money, they also have a ton of points and they don't know how to do anything with them. And then I'm like, dude, you could just make everybody so happy with all these like gift cards. And and so I'm the type that if I get like 20,000 points, that's, you know, $100 gift card at Cheesecake Factory. Awesome. So my daughter, it's like we had this thing with Cheesecake Factory. We'd go, uh, the, the waitress then would, would know us every Tuesday. And so before soccer practice, I think she liked Cheesecake Factory brown bread better than playing soccer. But it was like we did the two of those. And then we did it every Tuesday. And so I was like, oh, I need a lot of points. And I remember I got a $500 Cheesecake Factory gift card on points. And at, your normal people would be like, why does anyone need a $500 Cheesecake Factory? Because I went every week for 10 weeks. Well, no, of course. Come on, we made the playoffs because we didn't lose a game. So um, we extended our season um, several more weeks. So that's like, is that a tradition? But now we don't do it. Um, so yeah, it's just been finding those certain things. And I think, you know, you get married and if you're young, I mean, um, you're like, oh, first Christmas married, like what's your family's tradition? Oh, and then I know if you're like year one, you're like, shit, like I have to go home to my parents. Like, can't we just do our own thing? And you're like, no, we're 20. We just got married. Like my mom wants me to come back. And then you're like, yeah, they don't live by me and they don't live by us. And then they don't live by my mom. And then, okay, you do know Thanksgiving. And we'll, then you do that stuff. But then if you really back up and you're like, well, why do we do that? Like, I want my own new tradition. Like one year we invited all of my wife's family on a cruise for Christmas. We didn't have to pay for it. But we're like, hey, this will be awesome. Oh, well, we got to stay here. Everyone had a reason, and none of the reasons made sense other than like we always do Christmas and potluck at, at grandma's house. Not because anyone says that's fun. That's like a zero fun factor. Like, why don't we get everybody? I don't know if we can do that. And so for Christmas, we're always like, well, I don't know if I can come home. Like, I have my own home. Um, and so we've always just kind of pushed up against some of those things that don't make sense. And as Janet and I started talking more, she's like, yeah, I've realized why I don't like Christmas. It's like, I grew up in a home that doesn't believe in this stuff. Um, this stuff, like they believe in the stuff, but they don't believe in the reason for the season. Oh, we should have called that, this podcast that. That would be super cheesy and Christmas vibes. But um, 
she's like, I don't like Christmas. But then it's like, don't be the Grinch, you know, like, hey, we've got to, like, we like Christmas. We have a new meaning. It doesn't, and so one of our traditions on Christmas is like, we read the Christmas story. Our kids are now older, but it's like, we still read this children's book, this children's kind of Christmas story that's not about Santa, but about the, the birth of Jesus. And it's like, that's a tradition. We also made a tr- tradition that we have cookies on Christmas. Like, screw, and we always get in a fight because I don't like the shortbread ones. We can't all agree on what kind of cookies we want. But we eat cookies for breakfast on Christmas because we can and because we want to, and it's a fun tradition. That one's stuck. So old traditions that maybe, oh, well, we're supposed to do that versus up, like, what's your new thing? And if you're young, like, I just encourage you to, like, break out of the ones that you're like, well, why does that matter? Like, I hated school. Like, my son hated school. I wish I could stop doing. I didn't learn anything past ninth grade that I like, oh, I learned more stuff running a baseball card business, watching my dad's business fail, like all that than I ever learned in school. Hey, Nolan, yeah, I don't believe in it. Like, why do you put your kids in something that you don't believe in? You want to get out of high school? Sure. Here's a test. Test out. Cool. Here's a diploma. Like, done. Oh, parents. Oh, that's crazy. Because you have to go to school? Because why? Because, like, that's something somebody else told you? Like, no, we can be smarter about that and, and, and whatever. So make your own rules, make your own traditions, make something that maybe your parents destroyed into something that is a good thing. We're all about just making new traditions. And so two things that, that we kind of talk about in this article or, or whatever I'm calling these, these journal entries were two things that, that we actually have done. My wife's like, oh, let's cancel Christmas. Well, no, let's, what do we not like about it? And it was like, I mean, if her family's listening, like, this doesn't mean we hate you. Um, This just means that, like, I don't know if I, like, that's not the game I would play. And so her family's all about a gift that you buy for $25 and you, you give it to somebody. And then half the time it's like a gift card. And then, I don't know, it's just like, do I need another gift card? Do our kids need another you know, they don't play with toys anymore. But yeah, do you really need a, an Xbox headset? And do you really need that GameStop gift card or a Barnes & Noble? Like, or no. And so we're like, what about if we try to do experiences over gifts? And then, yeah, you're not going to have a million presents around the, the, the Christmas, you know, tree, but you're going to have a gift that's an experience because, and the gift's going to speak to who you are and what you like because- like, we want you to be known and heard. And so the first year we did, we told the kids, you can give us gifts and you can give the, your sister or brother a gift. But like, hey, we're going to give you an experience. And it was like, all right, what are we going to do? And it was fun. It was fun to kind of come up with that. And so the the first year, it was just like, even for my wife to be like, what do I do with Nolan? You know, and then she's thinking like, do I get on a plane? I'm kind of like, what am I comfortable with by myself? Like, what would he like? And then... I mean, my mind just went to like 20 different things with Elise. Like, oh, that would be fun. I already knew what I'd do with Nolan. It was like, hey, let's 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 go to Coachella. Coachella. Coachella vibes. <laughs> and um Coachella gang. Um uh, and gosh, that's gonna be fun. And if in the article that I talk about, like when the kids were young, we used to get them crap because they wanted crap. Like, 
Okay, and I hated setting that crap up on Christmas. Like, that's the dad. If you're listening, you don't have kids yet. That's the worst Christmas ever. Like, here's the gifts, and the kids aren't old enough to know how to assemble them or play with them. And then you're like, oh, like, it's like, it's worse than setting up an Ikea furniture when you're married. It's like, oh, these pieces. And then you're like, oh, that's not fun. And so then you're like, oh, I need another one. And you could, like, wrap. 50 of them, they could all be like really cheap, but it's like all about quantity. And so I remember like, I need to find another gift. And so one year I just wrapped a piece of paper and it was like one trip with dad. And I remember the kids had opened everything and it was like, yeah, here's a Lego set. Here's nothing that they still have today. Like not one thing that's made it like past a year. And it was like, here's a trip with dad. Oh yeah, 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 cool. Like, and it was like, yeah, just you and me. Oh, well, we do that already. Yeah, but here's another one. And then we'll do something fun, like, and you can pick. Do you want it cold? Do you want hot? Like, where do you want? Like, Elise loves the Orlando, Florida. Like, like, uh, I, uh, I hate, uh, and she loved the Legoland Hotel. It's like, it's like, Nickelodeon. oh, what am I talking about? That would be wonderful. It's the, sorry, it's the Nickelodeon Hotel that they actually blew up because it was like an old holiday end that they just threw SpongeBob at. And it was so disgusting, but the slime comes out like and splashes on you in the pool and there's double dare. Oh, it's like, I, you get sick there. Like, just cause it's like, but she loves it. And so it was like, I want to go to there. And, and literally the last time we ever stayed at the uh, Nickelodeon hotel, they were blowing the place up two days later, and it's destroyed now. But like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. But I, when I gave him the gift, it was like, oh, okay. And then we did the experience, and at least at least said, what do you want for Christmas this year? And the following year, she's like, more trips with Dad. And I was like, yeah, that's awesome. And um, But yet we still had that balance as they were growing up of like, okay, but I got to throw a gift in there. And so we just said no. And so we're two years into this. We're not eight years into it. Uh, our kids aren't scarred. You know, our kids are fine that they didn't, you know, get to unwrap all this stuff. Like, they still accept the gift cards from their family members. Like, it's, yeah, all that. But, like, it's like, let's do experiences. And then this year, our kids were like, oh, yeah, I, I, uh, Nolan was like, hey, I want to actually do the experience for you. And so, like, he knows that where mom's journal is and it's got her bucket list on there. I was like, Nolan, like, let's go through that. And we were going to be in New York because I got Jeanette a bucket list thing off her list to go to uh, New Year's Eve on uh, at Times Square. And then I didn't realize because I hadn't read her journal in a while. And it was um, she wanted to see the statue, what the Empire State Building. I was like, that's in New York. So Nolan bought those tickets for her. So it was like, oh, on, on one trip, we're crossing off two things off your bucket list. And we actually, the whole family got to go on that one. But then, like, I guess when you get to the Empire State Building, you can pay $28 more to go to the, like, 30 more floors up. So Nolan and, and Jeanette did that just by themselves. And it was like, no, this was, like, something you wanted to see, Mom. And I know that. And I read that. And, and I want to do that with you and for you. And, man, it's just awesome. And so um, whatever that is, I, I, I guess I would say in this, like, Feel free to like push up against traditions that I think religion traditions are some of the worst. Um, like, why do we do that? Like, why is that still happening? Like, there's some bad things that are maybe unhealthy in your families or in your churches or in your institutions. And it's like, no, dude, we don't have to do that anymore. Like, no, that's not like what I want to be about. 
But it's like, oh, so what do you want to be about? And then just like, okay, cool, let's try it. And one thing after, um, like we moved temporarily at least, I don't know, we don't know. But, um, and so we live by the beach in this apartment and it's just, it's been a fun season. A lot of that has come through a lot of stuff that I've been talking about. And, and it was just like, man, I wanted to slow down. I wanted a different kind of pace of life. And then moved to the beach, beach vibes, a little slower. And we're like, okay, well, it's summer. The kids are about to start the next year of whatever. I mean, that was like, it was just this past summer. And we don't want to go anywhere because we live by the beach. But then it's like, we didn't plan a vacation because we knew we were going to do that. And so I was like, let's do a staycation. And so one night I'm writing my journal and I was just like, oh, hey, what could we do? It's the last week of summer. And like, let's do a staycation. And so I came out, and this is me, if you're in my family. Like, I'll have an idea, and most of the time, like, they'll hear it, like, within 12 hours. A long time for me to wait is, like, two to three days. And then it's like, oh, Dad's got something else. And, hey, guys, let's do a staycation. And so here's how it's going to work. And it's, like, not turning it into a game, but it was like, all right, everyone's going to pick a person, and you were you have to pay for it. And you have to do the perfect day for them. Like whatever is that you know that they would like best and um, you pay for it. And then the next day we pick the next person and then on the night before you tell everybody like who the person is and what they're doing. And then I said, guys, I have hotel points. I told you points junkie. I have flight. Uh, I mean, I have a companion pass, two companion passes at that point on Southwest because I know how to work that system. Just let me know if you want information on that. Um Talk to me if it requires overnight. And then Elise is like, overnight? And she's a rural follower. And so she's like, wait, overnight? Like, yeah, you guys can do whatever you want, but it's on you. And they're like, oh, okay, well, so do you want to be cheap? Do you want to be generous? Do you want to like, and then that kind of is like, yeah, what do I spend? Was it about what you spend or is it about what the person would want and how well you know them? And the funniest part, when Levi who's edited all this stuff for me. We've been going back and forth on this stuff. And so sometimes he'll, he'll send something and I'll be like, that was awesome. Very rarely does Levi ever send something with a note saying, I'm very proud of my work. But I get this blog back and it's a note and it says, I'm very proud of this paragraph. And I was like, dude, I'm proud of like all these, but this one. Because he knows her family really well. And so he said, I could make Elise have a Fast and Furious movie marathon with me or make Jeanette a keynote speaker at a last-minute conference event. Or we could force Nolan to shop at The Gap. Or they could make me watch a Travis Scott performance on repeat for seven hours. We'd all hate one another. It was all fun and games, but insightful in its own right. And so that idea is like, yeah, how well do you know everybody? So Nolan got uh, me... Elise got Jeanette, Jeanette got Nolan, and I got Elise. And I wanted to go last. Um, and that's not me wanting to like go last and trump everybody. Um, I could go first and trump everyone. And I think that's just my nature of like, well, it's my game, and yeah, I'm going to win. And like that's just my mind goes. And, and it's hard to shut off where it's like, Oh, yeah, I'm going to kick this. Like, this is going to, of course, like, I don't care. Like, this is going to be epic. It's actually why I picked my daughter. And so we got in a little fight. And and I don't want to be that dad that's like, play my game, but play by my rules. Like, I was playing my friend's dad at tennis. 
this summer and I was like, oh my gosh, like your dad and I destroyed his dad, but then his dad tried to change the game, the, how you score the game of tennis. I wrote down in my journal that night, like, don't play tennis like that guy. And I was like, it was more about like, don't be that dad that's like, no, it's everything's got to be my way. And it was like, because I was so pissed because he thought he could beat me. He has a tennis court in his backyard. So I, he figured he was good, but he's got a limp. And I was like, dude, you don't. He was like, literally like, next point makes 15 points. And he was playing this random game, kind of like ping pong. Like, now next point wins. And you're like, no, dude, you're losing like 19 to 1. And we're playing to 21. Next point, we're worth 18 points. And and I looked at his sons. I was like, you let him do this? And they're like, yeah. Yeah, we do. I was like, you. I just, I, no. But for me, I'm like, in this sense, no, okay, guys, everyone can pick somebody. But I really wanted Elise. And I wanted Elise because if you, I hate Disneyland. She loves it. Her and Jeanette have this love for Disneyland. Long lines, turkey legs, crowded people. All that, the the pins and the all that, the churros, all, they love it. I just it's just long lines. In fact, Nolan's listening here. At least we told them the story. They loved it as kids, and we're like, one time I went, I was like, I'll buy you anything in the park if we can leave, and they're like, yeah, yeah, let's go. We were it was in Orlando and it was so crowded, and we're like, just pick anything you want, and we get to go. And they're like, yes, and we left. Um, but so her and Jeanette love it. And I've actually said this many times. I will not go back to Disneyland until I'm a grandpa. So they don't even ask. My friends invited us as a family to go. And they were getting an escort, which is like not a prostitute. It's a what the Kardashians get when they want to go to the park. Because you get an escort that just gets you the front of the line. It's like $3,500 plus the price of tickets so they asked me if we wanted to go because it was on the 60th celebration of silver anniversary diamonds i was some thing at disneyland last year that was super crowded and i was like they're like yeah we're totally getting the escort and we can take eight people um yeah you just have to buy your tickets and that was like six hundred dollars and i was like oh you have to no like that's fine i hate disneyland my kids are so pissed they're like wait you turn that down? I'm like, oh yeah, I turn that down. Like that's garbage still. Like I have to go in the park. And um, so I was like, Elise is going to freak. I want her because I'm going to go to freaking Disneyland. And I was like, oh, so we just, I was so excited for that one because it was like, I've told my daughter I wouldn't do it. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I could be able to do it. Maybe I could do it. And if I'm going to do Disneyland, here's how you're going to do it. We're going to get a hotel at California Adventure, uh, that the nice one. So I can just walk right from the rapids right into that hotel bed and take a little nap ski and then get back to stand in lines for four more hours. I'm going to let the kids invite a friend because Disneyland's better with friends. And then it's like more people. It's going to be a party. And then like who – you don't normally get to do that. And then – I can't wait to tell you. And then Jeanette and Elise have a pass. So then the next morning, if we're at the hotel, they can go to Magic Hour, which is like get up at 7 a.m., miserable, but go like to the park early and run on the rides again because you didn't get enough the first day. And so that was my idea. And everyone was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe Dad's doing this. And it was a fun day. It was like a fun way to do Disneyland. They did let me take a nap in the middle of the day. And uh, then I went back at it. 
but it was a fun week, you know, and, and the idea is like our family wouldn't, we, we understand like who the other people are in our family. And, um, I remember Elise was looking at me and she's like, so, um, how kind of cheap could I do this? And then I knew what I was doing for her. And it was just like, oh, I, I would, what, what do you think mom, you know, it was one of those, like, what would mom like? And then, um, they get their hand, you know, manicure, pedicure. Nolan and I normally don't get to go do that, but this is going to be like family staycation. So we're like, oh, he looks like, what about we do a manicure? And then mom wants to see this play. And I found out that it's on, you know, in Los Angeles that night. And so I was like, yeah, let's like, and she's like, but mom really likes like that nail place. And it's not like, it's a nicer one. I was like, that's awesome. Like I get a manicure and pedicure and she does the math. She's like, that's $130. I was like, yes, you got it. You know, and, uh, you know, just seeing her spend the money on it. And it was just like, you're spending it and, and you're doing it for other people. And so at the end of that week, Jeanette just said like, oh, this felt, uh, this felt like Christmas. And it was like, yeah, it was just a version of, if it worked at Christmas, why wouldn't it work, you know, the last day of the summer or the last, you know, week of, week of summer. So all that to say is, I think it's just, um, I liked what Levi wrote here and, he was proud of the fun paragraph. I was proud of this one. Uh, it was just said, neither Jeanette nor myself had these kinds of experiences growing up, but neither did we have families that invested the kind of thought they require. That's not a demonization of our parents. It's simply to say that we want to cultivate a selfless and other-centric mentality in our gross family. And because of it, love one another's and others beyond this unit well. So think of some new stuff to do. Share it. I'd love to hear it. I mean, in the Facebook group, uh, if you're there, there's one of you. Um, Yeah, hey, what worked? What's awesome? Like, steal that stuff. Uh, Take it from your friends, your family, stuff like this, and make it your own. And uh, then let your kids throw it away and come up with their new stuff. So, And don't make your kids visit you on Christmas. Get on a plane and go visit them if they're over 40. All right. That's all. Thanks for thinking through Craig Brain. This podcast is only a small summarized part of a larger conversation. To read the full story, check out www.craigbrain.com, join the Craig Brain group on Facebook, and follow at Craig Gross on whatever social suits your fancy.